piece of music we're listening to in the background is called Kitchen Mischief. It's a funny, suspenseful and quirky children's comedy soundtrack which is suitable for depictions of naughty, adventurous fun and even low-level danger. It uses a combination of pizzicato, string plucks, organ, bass clarinet, English horn and percussion to convey a sense of mischief, fun and childishness. You're listening to How I Make Music, where behind-the-scenes musicians get to tell their own stories. Every Wednesday, we break apart a song, soundtrack, or composition and investigate the insights into how it was made. My name is John Bartman. I'm a music composer from South Africa, and this is How I Make Music. Welcome back to How I Make Music, episode 58, Kitchen Mischief. For this piece we're looking at today, I had a strong image of a pair of children sneaking around trying to steal some cookies, hence the title Kitchen Mischief. The combination of sounds that I use, it's a, they're fairly well-established tropes. Um, we see them, we hear them all the time in movies. And uh, today I'm just going to unpack a little bit about how to create this sound, uh, from my perspective, how to create the sound of children being a little bit naughty and trying to steal some cookies. Should be a fun episode, let's get into it. Starting with the pizzicato sounds. Most soundtrack uh, composers know that pizzicato is your friend for quirkiness and depictions of quirkiness. Let's hear the same part with a different violin bow articulation and hear how that takes away from the perception of naughtiness or sneaking around. Here we go. I'm always looking for reasons that these tropes work, that these stereotypes work. Why is it that pizzicato tends to accompany depictions of quirkiness? I'm not sure, but perhaps there's some logic to it. Pizzicato could be tiptoeing. The sound of tiptoeing might resemble a pizzicato sound when uh, interpreted sonically like this. I feel that there's enough of a connection there to justify the stereotypes. Another favorite of composers to convey quirkiness is a bass clarinet, in this case, or sometimes a tuba sound. These often accompany comedic characters. Let's hear the bass clarinet. And I doubled this line with an English horn. Another great tool for conveying silliness or perhaps naughtiness is the vibra-slap. Good old vibra-slap, a real one-trick pony. I wondered why do they sometimes use it for suspense? Sounds a little bit like a rattlesnake. Maybe there's a, a correlation there. For this piece, I wanted to create the sense that our naughty children characters are taking a few steps and then pausing and listening out for danger, maybe in the form of a lurking mom or dad in the background. To create the sense of move, 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 and then wait, I used a five-bar cycle, which includes four steps and then a pause, four steps and then a pause. Here we go. I'll count along. One, two, 
three, four, and five. Pause. One. The triangle in this piece sounds a little bit like a bell, almost as if someone is uh, on lookout and is threatening to ring the bell in case mom comes. I've doubled the rhythm along with some hi-hats. The lightest of touches in the percussion department suggests that we have to be quiet, whereas with an action sequence, for example, you can imagine chaos, warfare, gunshots, explosions, the percussion reflects that uh, in action with being very busy and very loud. Percussion, I think, of all the instruments in uh, composition is the, has the most impact on the dynamics of the piece. The two parts to the song, an A section and a B section, uh, if you think about it in jazz terms as I do, the A section is more staccato and more careful, whereas the B section is more legato and flowing. Let me play you the transition from the one to the other. Listen to the strings, they're the giveaway here. smoother, much more on track. I like the idea here that uh, the first section is where we're required to be very careful and then the second section suggests that things are going quite smoothly. Let's up our pace or, you know, let's, let's continue trying to find these cookies. So making it legato conveys the sense that the adventure is progressing smoothly and that we're on the right track. The piece has uh, some interesting harmony. Both passages, A and B section, have this uh, diminished or tritone interval. So if we go through the chords, it's... Now those, that's an F minor to a G. That on its own is a pretty common progression. Um, it's often used to uh, convey a sense of wonder or a big revelation uh, in, in space, for example, in space stories science fiction. Very common to hear that. What I've tried to do here is to convey quirkiness. Our theme here is quirkiness. At the heart of it, it's, um, it's offbeat. It's an offbeat piece. And nothing says more offbeat than a tritone interval, which sounds like that. It's the most dissonant interval in the Western musical scale, so I've tried to use it. It's kind of hidden, so we've got a F minor. So within those two chords, we have the potential for an A flat and a D. So we've got this interval. And those two together, if you can weave that into music and composition, you've got a good start to making something sound offbeat and jarring. Or if you're into blues and jazz, you'll hear that a lot too, the tritone interval. So while that interval is hidden in the A part, a little bit hidden in the B part, it becomes more explicit because the two chords that we're moving between are in fact uh, A flat minor and D uh, major, like this.
So whereas this relationship is hidden in the A part, it's more explicit in the B part. So the take home here, tritones add quirkiness to your music like that. All of this theory is really just dancing around uh, and it's creating suspense throughout the piece. It creates tension throughout the piece, never really resolving until the closing chords right at the end where we end up with a nice resounding cadence in the key of G flat. Here it is in the piece. Gotta love our friend the virus lap really having the last say there. The whole piece actually leads up to that moment and serves that resolution right at the end. If I was writing this for a kid's TV show or something, that would be the end of the scene or the transition to the next scene. And that's about it for this week's episode of How I Make Music, episode 58, Kitchen Mischief. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else. You can download the track from this episode, Kitchen Mischief, from the music page on my website, johnbartman.com, J-O-H-N-B-A-R-T-M-A-N-N.com. I encourage you to use it in your own podcast or video production. If you've got a kid's video of your kids being naughty, go ahead, grab this track and use it on YouTube. Find links to me on Twitter and YouTube in the show notes. I love hearing from you, so search How I Make Music on YouTube and leave your comments on the show. And check out our new website at howimakemusic.com. There is a back catalogue of 57 episodes for you to listen to. One final closing note is that this episode is the end of a journey for me. I have been putting together How I Make Music weekly for the last 57 episodes. And starting next week, we will have our first featured host, a chap by the name of David Devereux, composer from Glasgow in Scotland. We'll be publishing our first featured host uh, in the feed starting from next week, which is very exciting for me, being able to use the skills that I've put together editing this show and forming narratives around music insight uh, to the advantage of the composition community where I can actually serve other musicians like myself. So catch next week's episode with Dave Devereaux. And to those of you who've been on this journey with me uh, for some time, I greatly appreciate your encouragement and support. It's one of the reasons that I'm now able to go forward into this new chapter and really uh, spread the word about how we make music. So that's it for now. Keep finishing your projects. Big love from me, guys. Bye for now.